everyone and welcome to All Wakey Aren't We. I'm Cy Boyle and this is my review of our game against Glass Out and Welfare. 3rd of February, Glass Out and Welfare nil, Wakefield AFC 2. And the crowd for this one, 269. Another great away following, um, which gave Glass Out and their highest league attendance since 2013. So we broke a record, or a long-standing record anyway, um, at Yorkshire Amateur a couple of weeks ago, and yet again giving another team uh, one of their highest crowds for a long time, um, which is also good for non-league in general because it gets plenty of you know money behind the the bars and the um, the gate for these uh, these clubs that uh, sometimes struggle financially. So uh, we're actually helping other teams out by uh, by taking plenty of away support, and obviously it really helps the lads as well. The starting lineup for the game in George in in goal George Bristol not in George in goal George Bristol. Uh, the back four: Aaron Pilkington, Jack Durkin, Jack Kearney, Callum Charlton. Midfield: We've got Joel Spence, Jordan Halliwell, and Jaden Sandu. On the wings: Mason Ruby and Slater Barnes, and up front: Ben Gelder. Substitutes used: Ollie Rodriguez Green, Cameron Barnett, and Alex King. Um, there isn't a lot in terms of incidents from the match to report on this one. It was a bit of a scrappy affair. Um, it wasn't a game with a lot of flow. We didn't play typical um, Wakefield AFC football, but we didn't need to. We got the goals, we got the win, we got the clean sheet, and that's the most important part. Um, it's a club that's got the, the pitches. pitch wasn't as bad as the one we had at Clear Cross which was obviously very spongy and soft. Um, it's just a little bit rutted and, and goes uphill quite a little bit um, at Glass Outen, or downhill, depending on which way you're playing, of course. Um, so really, I think we coped quite well, and they had quite a physical approach to the game, especially a couple of their players, and we kind of just dealt with that, got the goals and, and came away with the points. One thing I do like about going to places like that, they've got sort of about 10 to 15 young ultras um, who had a little drum and were chanting like stuff for their team and anti-Wakefield stuff all the way through the game, which always adds to the atmosphere. And I quite like that at these games, as long as they're not being over the line, like we had at one of the games last season with a different team. Um, then... It's good to see young fans enjoying football, not taking it to extreme. Apparently, even you know, outside the parts of the game, they were quite respectful and, and, and polite with people, which is um, how it should be. Uh, and just added to an atmosphere, because um, they didn't have a lot of fans there for them, so they were sort of making most of the noise. The rest of it was all of our fans. Um, I, dread, I, I don't even couldn't even count how many we had there. Um, but we... Out of that 269, we've must have made a huge number of that, you know, a big part of it, especially for an away following. So, well done to everyone that goes to these away games. And I, I they're, they're actually my favourite games, although I do like obviously playing at home uh, when we do. The away support and going to see the team away 
uh, is something special, and I definitely encourage anyone who hasn't been to one yet to try and do that. Um, yeah, it's good fun. Special mention before we get into the game as well for Mason Ruby. Um, you may have seen on social media if you've been paying attention. He's now made his hundredth appearance for the team, and you can't really underestimate what his contribution has been um, to the team over the past what two and a half seasons, which is probably past the halfway now on this season. But we're coming up to three seasons, and he's, he's missed probably about ten games in total. I'd say he missed two in each of his first two seasons. And I think he's Mr. Cup. It's probably less than 10 games in that time that he's actually missed. Um, 88 starts in 100 games, 100 appearances, and 24 goals now after, after scoring yesterday as well, which we'll come to. Um, quiet lad, really polite, really nice, and easy to talk to. And um, yeah, if this was pro football, you'd be saying like a model professional. Um, I don't know if you get a model professional at step at step six, but if there is, I think Mason is definitely one of those players. So well done, Mason. It's, congratulations on the 100, and uh, we'll look forward to the next 100, as a lot of people have said. And it was actually Mason that opened the scoring for us, as I say, in this scrappy affair, and that's the best term I can use for the game. Um, the ball had come to him with his, with his back to goal, with the goalkeeper behind him, and he tried to backheel it, originally and the keeper kind of blocked that but then fumbled the ball back to him and um he managed to score at the second attempt as he turned around and put it past the keeper to open the scoring for us uh, so that's 14 this season 24 in total like i say he's now our top scorer um this season which is fantastic and the third highest goal scorer for wakefield overall behind billy mole and jake morrison the lead was doubled um, not long after, so it was two first-half goals. Uh, the second goal came from Ben Gelder. He's uh, now seventh goal for Wakefield. Great assist by Jaden, sort of turning and playing the ball through for him. And another composed finish, which is what you kind of get to see now with, with Ben. I think he's settling into the team well. And, um, yeah, I like his finishing style. He's not sort of rushing shots. He's making sure he's placing them right. He's got a lot of composure. And, um, yeah, I think he's going to get quite a few more before the end of the season. The rest of the game was, yeah, scrappy, a physical battle. Um, they had a couple of players that were full of shithousery. Um, especially, they've got the, they've got a centre-back who's like that every game, at number five, uh, knocking into players leaving a foot in with challenges, getting mouthy with the ref and complaining all the time and stuff like that. It's, it's, I, sp I suppose when you're a team that's probably, say, the mid-table, mid roughly, in, in Division 1, you need a few of those players just to try and get something out of games, perhaps. Um, we dealt with it. You know, we, we, we played around it. We'd got the goals. Um, we don't seem to resort to those sort of tactics ourselves. Um, we we play football, but yeah, not a lot of teams do at this uh, at this level. Probably probably at, at, at that part of the division, you know, sort of the lower half, um, tend to try and rough you up a bit to try and get something out of the game. But thankfully, we didn't react to it. I think well, some of the some of the cases early in the season where we'd had the red cards uh, and some of the incidents we had, it it was reacting to that sort of play. 
And I think we've grown from that. I don't think I don't think that's us now. And um, and thankfully we kept our noses clean yesterday, and got the win that we needed. There were a couple of chances for them, but I think anything that they had, we created out of our own misfortune. A couple of times yesterday we weren't firing all cylinders and got a couple of mix-ups at the back where we managed to scramble the ball away rather than doing anything clean, but we'd played ourselves into those positions. It wasn't a case that they'd had fantastic flowing attacks that created chances for them. Um, we'd probably overplayed, lost the ball, dropped back a bit deep, that sort of thing, um, and give them the odd couple of chances, but we dealt with them. George had a good game in goal and uh, and uh, and dealt with, with anything that came his way. I thought Jack Kearney was immense at the back uh, as well. and uh, Probably one of the contenders for Man of the Match for me. Joel Spence did really well in sort of the deep midfield position, protecting the back four. Um, got to look at the goal scorers as, as candidates as well. And Sl- Slater Barnes is, is starting to become one of the... A bit like when we've got Ollie on the team as well. Ollie Rodriguez came off the bench um, again yesterday. But guys like that who either win fans over with the skill or just with the amount of effort and chasing they put in. Um, I'd probably say Slater was unlucky not to get onto the, the score sheet yesterday. Uh, right on the 90 minutes, he was played through down the right flank, sort of one-on-one with the goalkeeper and took a powerful shot as the goalkeeper was coming out to him. Now, if it had gone past the goalkeeper, it was probably going to go in if the goalkeeper had perhaps flinched and ducked his head. But the keeper didn't. And this powerful shot caught him full on in the face. Um, And how he managed to carry... He got up and carried on with the rest of the game. And I think if that was me, I'd have been out for a week. (laughs) I'd have been down on the ground. Um... So yeah, I think we made some joke of it. Obviously not while he was down, but once he got back and was all right, we said, you know, his, his nose is over at escape and his teeth are in Airdale somewhere. Because he the, the it was a powerful shot that caught him full on in the face. So fair play to him for uh, for dealing with that one. But I think if, if that had gone either side of his head, then Slater would probably have scored with that one. Um, but That was when we had an extra player as well. Uh, they did have one player sent off. Probably not their dirtiest player on the pitch, um, but their captain was sent off with about 15 minutes to go, went through the back of Jaden and got a straight red card for that. And there were a couple of incidents where there were a couple of yellow cards given out to them and some bits that were missed. Um, Goalkeepers, not goalkeeper, sorry, referee and linesman looking the wrong way at the wrong time and not catching some of the things that were going on, but... Yeah, that's football, isn't it, at this level? Um, which need to get used to it. Which you don't have VAR here, and, and I'd rather that. It's part of what makes football what it is. Um, I'd rather have pure football at this level than the, the synthetic Premier League with VAR and all the rest of it. Yeah, it might catch the odd thing, but um, yeah, this is more of a an authentic football, in my opinion. So, yeah, not, not the greatest of games, but three wins in a bounce now. Three clean sheets. And getting that momentum going again after a bit of a rough Christmas and New Year. And pushing towards um, the top of the table again. Uh, we, we are back top. Um, I say overnight, but near enough. Uh, we've got Parkgate um, behind us, but they've got 
five games in hand now because they didn't play at the weekend. So they're one point behind, but five games in hand. So the control is still probably in their hands. And then when you look behind us, there's still Beverly that could overtake us with their games in hand. And Retford United on one well can draw level if they won theirs in hand. So there's a lot still to play for with this promotion and playoff positions. Um, but we've just keep, got to keep doing what we do, keep winning the games, and uh, and see where everyone else ends up. Next three games, uh, we're now um, going to be at home for the first time since the 6th of January. So on Tuesday we play Beverly. So that's a real top-of-the-table clash. That's a, that's a huge six-pointer, is that? So a home match against Beverly. And then we've got away trips to Brig and Parkgate. And that Parkgate one a week on Tuesday is going to be a massive game as well. So we'll see how we get on with those. After the game, I did manage to speak yesterday to uh, Ben Gelder and Mason Ruby, the goal scorers, and obviously Mason on his 100th game. And I spoke to Gabe as well for his thoughts after the game. So stay listening to listen to those three interviews. Uh, as always, please feel free to follow us on X and Facebook at AllWakey, aren't we? And I'll leave you with those uh, those chats with the, the guys after the game. Thank you for listening again. I'm Cy Boyle, and we are all wakey, aren't we? Ben Gelder, scorer of our second goal today in our 2-0 win away at Glass Outen. Uh Talk us through your goal, first of all, uh, and then what do you think of the game on the whole? So, uh, they were a good turn from Jaden, a uh, cheeky little nutmeg. And then uh, I took a touch inside, and I've sort of like wrong forward keeper and put it in the corner. It's good to get a goal and good to get another win. And that's your seventh goal for now for us, and you're starting to get a bit of goal scoring for me. You're settling into the side quite well now. Yeah, I think at, at first it was hard to get used to like the play style because like playing at goal is completely different. Where, but now I'm settling in, settling with lads and getting my goals. Do you find that we play a very different style to a lot of other non-league teams at this level then, compared to like like Glass Outen today and even some that are in the Premier Division? Yeah, then absolutely. Like there's only. Like I can name two or three teams in the league above that play football like us because we play like a proper side. No matter the pitch, we just play out front back and we try and we create a lot of chances. That's what I want. Well, congratulations on your goal today. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Mason Ruby, the first member of the Wakefield AFC 100 club. That must feel really special. Well done. Thank you very much. It does feel special. And uh, as I said in the other interview, uh, I've played with some great players along the way. I uh, had great staff supporting as well and obviously the fans as well supporting all along so just going to keep doing it for them I think you've been one of our most consistent players over that time as well and like you said yeah, you've seen some players come and go but we've had some great success in that time as well yeah some great success obviously in the first proper season after Covid uh, we got promotion which was great as well and then obviously playoffs last season and hopefully we just have to push for promotion again this season and you celebrated your 100th game with a goal as well. Um, took a couple of stabs at that one. The first one looked like it was a cheeky little back heel, yeah, I tried which you fumbled. Little, yeah, <laughs> a little uh, back heel. And then the second one was just an instinctive like shot as well. But I wish I got an assist as well. But Gerald and missing the open. I'll have a word about that as well. So. <laughs> well, congratulations. Great to have you back on. Uh, on the podcast 100 games is a fantastic landmark and uh, as someone said to me today they can't wait to see you do the next 100 as well yeah me too thank you very much thank you and finally joined now by Gabe after our 2-0 win at Glass Houghton these are the sort of games where for me we have to do the long miles it's it's not great games where we always play our best football but we we get the results we need it's three in a row now um, three clean sheets it isn't fancy 
football, it's not always our slick football, we've got a result that we really needed today. I agree, I agree. Difficult pitch, you know, they're willing to play very physical. Yeah, it's a, a tough team, isn't it? Where yeah. they, you know, they're, they're happy to leave the foot in kind of thing a little bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and there was not much flow in the game. The game was topping all the time for whatever yeah. reason it was. So we got two early goals, which was really good for us. You know, sometimes it takes a little bit too long. Yeah. And, and, and I agree with, with what you said. It, it was a game that was difficult to play beautiful football. Um, even though, you know, if you think about how we played against Yorkshire Amateurs and play cross, we managed to play well. Clear, clear cross especially, I thought in the second half with that difficult pitch to yeah. play the, the style of football we did was really something. That that was exceptional, was that to me? I agree. And then and then maybe, and then today, of course, we were not able to do that. It's not every time. When, no. when the pitch is poor, uh, when when the game is too physical, it's difficult. Um, but 2-0, clean sheet, three points. Exactly. And now we go against Beverly. Yeah. And I suppose keeping Beverly in mind, because that's the big game on Tuesday now. Um, both teams sort of in those playoff spots looking to uh, to close that gap on Parkgate obviously tonight we will be above <laughs> Parkgate for tonight because um, they didn't play but yeah. Beverly that's going to be a tough game on, on Tuesday isn't it it will be a tough game yeah as we lost 1-0 against them uh, away in the league and then lost 3-1 in the cup that cup team was we had a, several bench yeah. players playing but still um, so I'm very much looking forward to it because our team is fairly different as well compared to the first one they lost their winger Oliver Baldwin, I think, was their best winger. He went to play in Australia. Right. So they lost him. Uh, he was the one that scored the, the goal in the 1-0 when we were away. Um, and I'm very much looking forward to being at home again. You know, uh, bigger pitch, good grass. Um, and let's see if we can play some good football. We do actually seem to pick up more points away, though. And I don't know if that's part of sort of like the way we have a bit of... Yeah. We've got a bit of atmosphere with the fans when we're at away games. And there might be a little bit less pressure, perhaps, than playing at home. Something like that. I don't know what it is, but... Our record is better away for, than it is at home. It is. It's like so throughout the season, right? So it was a season of ups and downs, and, and most of the points are dropped. There, that's the thing at home. Yeah. Against against teams that, to some extent, we dominated. You know, Clay Cross, Brigtown, Armthorpe. So, and you know, partly could be because when they come and play in the big stadium. You know, for them, it's like this really amazing game, and then they try their they best. Step up a level. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, it's something that we need to adapt. We can't keep tr- dropping points at home. Start, <laughs> starting on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Excellent. Thank you very much, Gabe. All right.